Welcome to The Vast Majority. I'm Jacobin Managing Editor Micah Utrecht. Now, you're probably familiar with Jacobin's printed word. You clearly are familiar with our audio product. But we will soon be moving into a bold new frontier, that of the moving image. Yes, we are working on a documentary called Socialism in American Story. And one of the filmmakers behind that documentary is Yael Bridge. And I talked to her for a little while about this forthcoming documentary, why she decided to make it, and what it shows about socialism in the 21st century. Hi, Yael. Welcome to The Vast Majority. Hi, Micah. Thanks for having me. So let's start out just with the backstory of this film. How did you come to make this documentary about socialism? Um, well, I've been making political films for, for several years now, um, and I was working on another film called Saving Capitalism um, with Robert Reich, and then I met so many of these Bernie Trump voters that I'd been reading about, and there were all these people who voted uh, for a socialist and not necessarily knew what that, what that word meant, myself included. I voted for Bernie, and I didn't identify as a socialist. That wasn't a word that I felt too familiar with, and a lot of my friends felt the same way. And I thought, oh, well, this is really, you know, something worth exploring. What does this word mean, um, and how come so many people are open to it now? Sounds like you went from a, on a trajectory that is similar to a lot of people in America. You were working for... Robert Reich making its documentary with him. And Robert Reich kind of represents what I would say is the best of American liberalism. Uh, I think Robert Reich is a great guy in many ways, but you know, it's you were making a film called Saving Capitalism, uh, and obviously there's a big change in America where uh, then people were starting to think that maybe the best we can do is not saving capitalism, right? Yeah, you know, he has a good sense of humor about it. Sometimes he would joke and, you know, sign book copies and cross out, you know, saving and say destroying capitalism. <laughs> um, I think he is a good guy. But I but I think, you know, to sort of directly answer your question, that was sort of where I, where I was, was like I didn't know there was much to the left of Robert Reich naively and, and felt like, oh, well, this is where I am. I'm pretty far to the left. Um, working with him and like we need to fix the system and then um and then working on this project and realizing oh my god there's so much more to the left and there's so much more we can do and so much more is actually broken so let me just ask you real quick so you kind of sound like the core demographic that i know at least at jacobin we are always trying to reach which is you know people we say that you know liberalism is not enough that we need to go further but because that we want to reach people who are liberals, uh, not just sort of wag our finger at them. Um, and we, you know, make a distinction between the sort of rank and file liberal uh, voter who, you know, believes in good public policy and, and not harming people and they're not racist and they're not homophobic. And, you know, they think maybe unions are good, all of that stuff. We distinguish between those people, the, the, the rank and file, like Democratic Party voter who identifies as a liberal Versus the kind of Hillary Clintons of the world who are, you know, or Rahm Emanuel's or the people who are spearheading the, the neoliberal push uh, in the Democratic Party. So you, you, were, you were reached, I guess, by this leftward turn in society. Uh, does that inform how you make your film in any way? Yeah, I think it informs all of it. When I, when I started this project, and I was talking um, with Bosker because we got connected through a mutual friend. Um, That's Bosker Sankara, the founder of Jackman. Yeah, thank you. Um, and um, 
And I just felt like I didn't know enough to make this film. Um, and he kept assuring me, reassuring me, you're the target demographic. Your, you know, ignorance is okay. Your naivete, like, let's see what works for you and what's going to be compelling to you. And so I've been journaling and sort of, you know, I began just by reading a bunch of books and talking to, you know, a bunch of people that I could and really trying to figure out for myself, like what was compelling, what was interesting, what was shifting and, and journaling and taking notes the whole time. Um, now I'm, I'm gone. I'm in the bubble. I can't really trust myself anymore. Um, so I have to think about, uh, my other good liberal friends and stuff and keep having conversations with them to see what, what's compelling. You become a weirdo like me. We're having to stop you from like having a 40 minute section of the documentary about the class nature of the Soviet Union or something. Yeah. Maybe that's like the sequel <laughs> episode. <laughs> Please. No, we absolutely do not need that. <laughs> so can you tell us a little bit about who's in the movie and what stories that you're telling in it? Sure. Um, well, I think for me, the thing, like, there were a few things that were, you know, most compelling. But I think the history of American socialism was, for me, like, really right off the bat. I had no idea that we we had such a strong socialist history in this country. And sort of, there were a few books that I read that just knocked my, my socks off. And I thought, whoa, you know, socialism is, you know, as American as apple pie. And it's not this foreign thing. And what would it mean if people knew that? So that's definitely a major part of the film is history and looking at... The sewer socialists in Wisconsin, looking at Eugene Debs, going through the civil rights movement, um, trying to trace sort of what socialists have contributed, um, and not just socialists, but like left, like left-leaning organizers, activists. Um, so there's a strong history element, and then um, and then looking at these two avenues for change. So we have, you know, uh, going through politicians and electoral office, and to that extent. Um, we've been following Lee Carter down in Virginia for the last uh, through the last term, um, who ran and, and won uh, state senate in Virginia as a as a socialist, and seeing what he can achieve and what does it look like to legislate as a socialist. Um, we also follow Javanka Beckles out here in um, in California, who didn't win, but followed a bit about her campaign and sort of the follow through after that, which actually I think was really in in influential in shaping what ended up being the Oakland teacher strike, which is the second part of the, the, the film that we have. We have these two characters, Lee, and then also Stephanie, who uh, is a pissed off public school teacher in, in Oklahoma, just in the suburbs outside of Oklahoma City. And we followed her before, during, and after the Oklahoma teacher strike um, to see, you know, what does organizing look like and what are unions and how does that play a role um, in changing society and moving things uh, towards a more just society. So you, you've interviewed quite a few people for the movie, both socialist activists who are going mainstream for the first time, but also average people who have had their lives, how they, how they think about politics uh, and their lives transformed as socialism has been on the upsurge. What are you noticing that's different about the way that they are talking about socialism now? Yeah, I think, you know, it's interesting. When I started this film a few years ago, um, right. Not everyone, like it was before AOC, Bernie had lost, um, and there wasn't much of a socialist movement. Like, you know, DSA wasn't nearly as large and in the forefront. Um, it was still pretty, you know, fringe and as it's gone, you know, much more mainstream and Fox news is just turned into the AOC channel. Um, people have a lot 
more opinions about what socialism is and they're much more open to it, which doesn't mean that they know more about what it is, but it means sort of the project of the film has shifted. Where in the beginning, we were thinking, oh, what does this word mean? Let's destigmatize it a little bit. People think it's something it's not. There's like actually a lot more openness, but with that comes a lot more misinformation. Um, and so trying to figure out what to put in the film and, and how that's going to speak to people um, differently. So you're crowdfunding for the film, right? We are. We're crowdfunding for the film right now. We have a Kickstarter going on. You can go visit it at socialismmovie.com um, where you can see a trailer. You can see uh, some pictures of the team, myself included, and uh, just read a little bit more about the project. And we have some good rewards like a Jacobin subscription, some books. I think we have an A. Philip Randolph tote, which I'm quite partial to. Uh, so a few different goodies um, out there. It's important to you all. I think you mentioned to me earlier that you do crowdfunding as a kind of democratic way of raising money for this film as opposed to, I don't know what the other ways that people get funding. Go to a big studio and beg them for money. Find a rich patron somewhere who will yeah. donate to your cause. Like it's an actual democratic effort in how you're funding this film. Yeah, I think that that's I, fundraising is very hard. It's definitely, you know, the least fun part of of my job. And and it's 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 always hard, but especially for a film like this, you know, when I was working on a film called Saving Capitalism, there were a few more um you know, rich good liberals who were excited to support a project like that. Um and there are not as many rich socialists. I've been looking for them. Um I don't know where they are. And so it's it's much harder to do that. It's also been harder to get grants because people think that this is like a propaganda piece um, or it's an advocacy. And so we can, you know, the, the grant world is its own sort of mess that I, I don't want to bore anyone with. But it's been really hard to fundraise for this film, for sure. Um, but also, you know, the benefit of, of doing a big public uh, fundraising campaign like Kickstarter is we can take those numbers and then we can go to the, these doubters who necessarily won't give us money up front, but we can say, hey, look, thousands of people donated to this campaign. There is a demand for this content. There's an audience that want to see it. Because, you know, one of the one of the first things I did when I started this project was I said, oh, okay, I will go look for what's the Ken Burns piece on, you know, history of American socialism. And it just doesn't exist. There's no American masters even on Eugene Debs. There's just so, there's sort of, I mean, Maybe someone will call in and correct me and they'll send you an email. There's actually, there's, there is a Eugene Debs uh, biopic that just came out recently. Um, there's also uh, the one that Bernie Sanders made a long time ago. I don't know if you've seen that one. I have seen that. I don't know if, if we really are doing the same thing. So people really loved <laughs> Eugene Debs. I love Eugene Debs too. Um, but certainly sort of not in this post-Cold War, let's unpack this history. And also in the last few years as this movement has really exploded what does that trajectory look like? I mean, we've been following it this whole time. So, so it, you know, it seems like there's like a giant need for this film. Um, we want it to be very mainstream. It's a big tent film. It's something that's going to be a major organizing tool during the, during the election season. That, that's the heart of the whole plan is to have this come out and then people will be able to have screenings at DSA and our revolution or whatever organization and be able to, 
to, to show and watch and we'll have a curriculum um, to really be able to inform voters and citizens about the issues that are that are pressing. And I believe you've been going on the road with the film, right? Is there anywhere that people can catch you coming up? Yeah, we just did a screening to a sold out standing room only in Oakland this past weekend, which was fantastic. Um, and we're going to have a similar event next week, Wednesday, or I guess not next week, but we're going to have another event uh, in New York, May 22nd. Um, at Kickstarter for at Kickstarter headquarters for anyone who donates to the campaign, but it is limited seating, so you have to RSVP and you RSVP just by donating at any level to the Kickstarter is your ticket. Uh, and the place where you can go get tickets and see our trailer and everything is socialismmovie.com. Great, Yael, thank you very much. Thanks, Micah. The vast majority is produced by Sarah Hurd at Studio Ten in Chicago. You can subscribe to The Vast Majority and to all the Jacobin Radio podcasts on iTunes or Stitcher. And you can always read us at jacobinmag.com. 